Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Lara. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. This is a quote I heard probably a couple years ago that's really stuck out to me and how important it is to really pursue excellence in all that we do and how excellence isn't necessarily an end result, but it's a way of life. It's a way that we attack every situation, not a single situation. So first of all, I want to go over a couple myths that people have about excellence and a couple things that we need to get off the table before we talk about how to pursue excellence in your day-to-day life. So myth number one, too many people view excellence as an end result for one goal or for one item or for one area of life. See, excellence, as the quote talked about, it's something that you're constantly pursuing. It's like exercising a muscle. That muscle can never get too strong And there's always room to grow in that muscle, but it's something you have to do repeatedly in order to make it grow. You can't just wake up one day and be excellent, right? It's something that you have to constantly be cautious and conscious to make decisions to become more excellent in every area of life. And I think it actually works best when you pursue it in every area of life rather than pursuing it in one area of life. Let's say you're looking to be a better spouse. Okay, we'll try to be a better spouse, but also try to be a better parent, try to be a better employee, try to be better, just raise your overall level of life, and you're going to see all of them greatly excel faster than if you worked on them individually. I think the second myth people have when it comes to excellence is people think excellence is perfection. And excellence is not perfection. Mm -mm. If you chase after perfection, you are destined to fail. We're all human. We make mistakes. There's no way you're going to be perfect every single time. So if you chase perfection, you are destined to fail. But if you chase excellence, you are destined to succeed. I think if you are constantly chasing perfection, you are going to burn yourself out because it's unachievable. There's no way to be perfect. We can just strive to be excellent. And we live in an unperfect world. So how can we live a life that's perfect? And when you're pursuing excellence, you're giving your best possible. And that needs to be the main focus. The focus has to be, I need to give everything I have when I attack this subject, or I need to give everything I have in my marriage. But it's important that you're not trying to be the perfect parent. You're not trying to be the perfect spouse because you're never going to be perfect. So you're always going to find areas in that part of your life that you could be better. And that's good. You know, excellence is giving everything you have. Then afterwards, reevaluating and pursuing excellence and trying to do better next time. It's not about nailing everything 100% because, like you said, you're going to fail and you're just setting yourself up for failure at that point. I think the next myth a lot of people have, especially in leadership, is they expect excellence from their team without giving their team excellence first. Let's remember if you are a leader, you are there to serve and to guide and to lead that team. So you need to first pursue excellence as a leader and embody excellence yourself and give everything you have to that team before you can expect that out of them. And as the leader, you are setting the standard. So how are they to know what excellence looks like if it's not being modeled to them? 
Yeah, I mean, if I lead a group at work and I cut a corner, right, and I don't pursue excellence in an area, and then they don't pursue excellence in that same area, how can I get mad at them? When I did it, I didn't demonstrate what it meant to pursue excellence. And it's an important conversation to have with your team. Like, look, I'm going to hold myself to the standard, but I want an agreement from you that you're going to do the same for me. And it's a good conversation and to get on that common ground agreement and eliminate the expectation side of it altogether and just get into agreement that you're both going to pursue excellence. And I think the fourth myth people have about excellence is sometimes excellence takes too long or it's not worth it because of the time it takes. But really, excellence is the fastest and most efficient way to get something done. I think a lot of the times, too, you know, we can end up doing things halfway or just rushing through just to get the job done as the end result when we don't take the time to be excellent as we go about the job. We just do it just so it's good enough. And I what I would say to this is don't do something to the point where someone's going to have to go back and redo the job. Do things with excellence. 100% of the time, you were saying giving your all as a parent or giving your all as a spouse. This is just in the little details too. giving your all on just every little detail of your life, which we're going to go into practical ways to apply this to your life in a little bit. But this also means when you're doing tasks with excellence, you do the task with excellence, even when no one is watching, when there's no one around to applaud you, when there's no one to give you credit, you're still doing them with excellence because it doesn't matter what people see. It just matters that you're doing it because you have an excellent standard. Yeah, I mean, you can judge somebody's ability to perform when you're watching them, but you can judge somebody's character by what they do when you're not watching them. That's so good. And it's important that when you're looking at excellence, excellence isn't a performance. Excellence has to be a part of your character if you actually want to apply it to your life. Excellence has to be literally a way of life and a way that you view everything. I saw this quote and it says, excellence is the result of high intention, sincere effort, intelligent direction, skillful execution, and the vision to see obstacles as opportunities. Yeah, I mean, let's break each of those down individually. High intention, whatever you're working on, you have to have clarity on what you want. Right. We've talked about this in many of other podcasts, but clarity is the number one thing that you need to gain perspective on before you pursue anything. And once you have that clarity, don't lower your standards halfway through because it gets hard. Right. Or because it seems like too much work or because it seems like it's going to take too much time. When you really pursue excellence, you have that high intentionality of I want to accomplish this and I'm going to make sure I accomplish this or more, not lower the standard halfway through. And sincere effort. I think sometimes when I know we all have seen it, when someone doesn't do a job with excellence, it almost comes off as laziness. At least in my perspective, it does. So when you don't have that sincere effort, you're just being lazy. You're just doing it because someone asked you to do it and you're just trying to just get it done just to get it done. Intelligent direction, you have to know how to execute it. You know, you can't do something with excellence without knowing how to go about it. And so I think it's good to have clarity on whatever it might be that's at hand for you to have good direction and not just going through it blindly, but to know what are your steps along the way. And that really feeds into the preparation stage of achieving something great. You know, when you are, for instance, let's even talk about something like marriage, right? Before Laura and I got married, 
we were very intentional on learning more ways to have a healthy marriage. You know, what are the five love languages? Which ones are our love languages and how can we, you know, better express them in our relationship as we enter into marriage? Because there was a there was intentional preparation and we wanted to have as much research and as much intelligence and become as much of an expert as we could getting into it. That way, all we can do is learn more once we're in it and try to prevent any mistakes that other people have had. The next is skillful execution. And this goes back to that efficiency side of things. When you skillfully execute something to the fullest of its ability, that means when you skillfully execute something to the fullest of your ability, that means there's a lot lower chance someone has to go back and correct it or that you have to go back and correct it. Usually you can get it done the first time the correct way. And that's that's what we're talking about, where excellence sometimes takes a little bit longer the first time around. But when you pursue excellence, there is no second time around. When you don't pursue excellence, sometimes there's a first, second, third, fourth time around. Right. And that's going to greatly, you know, outweigh the one time around with excellence. And lastly is just the vision to see obstacles as opportunities, which I feel like we've talked about this before. But looking at your life through a lens of what can I learn? How can I do better? How can I be better? When you see it like that, when there's an obstacle in front of you, you take everything as a lesson instead of just walking through it like, oh, that was a sucky time in my life. You actually find gold in the obstacle. Yeah. What can I learn from this situation or how is this going to make me better? Or how does this invest into another relationship or how does this invest in my future? These are all questions you can ask yourself to view more things as opportunity rather than obstacles. So what does excellence look like in the day to day? What does it look like um, as far as when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed at night? I think one of the ways that I try to live a life of excellence and sometimes it's easier said than done. But it's showing up not just on time, but early, even if it's just meeting a friend for coffee, even if they usually run late, it's showing up early and creating that habit that no matter where you go, you're going to be on time. You're going to be a reliable person that they know when the clock hits the time, you're already there. Because let's remember that time is the most valuable resource. You know, you can always go get more money. You can always go get more food. You can always find more water. You can always build a new shelter. But time is something that once you utilize, you can never get back. And you want to make sure that you're not only honoring your own time with excellence, but honoring the time of those around you with excellence as well. And you're going to get a lot more respect out of the people around you, the people you work for, your friends, your family, and even a lot more respect for your own time when you start to pursue excellence in that respect. The next way is to keep to your commitments, whatever this is, whether it's a promise you've made or keeping to your word, no matter what, do your best to keep to those commitments. It could be as simple as, yep, I'm going to be there on Friday night, but maybe something comes up and you get invited to something else. No, you, you keep your commitment to what was first committed instead of going off and doing something else that might have been a better opportunity for you. It's keeping the commitments even when it's inconvenient for you. What's crazy to think about is on average, people actually break over 50% of the agreements that they make. Wow. With themselves, with other people, people with extremely high integrity or what people consider high integrity still only keep 80% of the agreements. So when you're very intentional in keeping agreements, it goes down to the small agreements and the large agreements. Don't try to just push something off 
like a, fr- a coffee with a friend, don't cancel last minute just because, you know, you woke up late that morning and you feel like you got to get something else done around the house. No, you've, they've already planned out their day. Right. They might have restructured their day just because it was important to them to get coffee with you. And you made an agreement for that. Don't cancel on them last minute. Stick to that agreement. The little things are what makes the biggest difference in people's lives. And sometimes we need to respect others more than we respect ourselves when it comes to stuff like that. Especially if you are in a leadership position. Yeah. The team below you, if you want to gain credibility, if you're having a credibility issue with the team below you, you need to stay in high integrity. This is one thing I learned because in a leadership position of where I'm at, there's a lot of people that I lead that are older than me. I'm Mm. actually one of the youngest people in the company in general. And a lot of the people that I lead are older than me. And to gain that credibility with them, I realize that if I stick to my agreements and I have a very high level of integrity with them, the respect level goes through the roof and you gain ultimate credibility with them. And I've seen people that have been their boss for years that they don't have faith in because they've broken too many agreements in the past. Yep. Don't be a flaky person. (laughs) Another example is, you know, this is just very practical, but let's say you borrow something of someone's. Return it better than you found it. Let's say I need to borrow someone's car for the day. You know, I'm going to do my best to make sure I've removed all of my trash in their car. I might even go up and fill their gas tank up and leave it better than I found it. And I think those little ways, when you borrow something, you're showing that that person, you can trust that person to, you know, return things, not just in the condition that they found them, but better than they found them. I think one of the biggest determinations of excellence is, is our character. And what do we do when nobody's watching? And are we actively pursuing our goal? You know, I think, When you're actually pursuing your goal with excellence, you actually walk the walk and not just talk the talk. It frustrates me when people are talking about big goals in life and big dreams in life, but don't want to do anything to get there. And I think it's important that you're actively doing something to pursue your goal at all times. That's what excellence looks like. You're going to be a lot happier. You're going to have a lot more gratitude. You're going to have a lot less resentment towards yourself. Because let's be honest, one of the most important relationships is our relationship with ourself. Because if you don't understand yourself and you don't know what you want in your relationship with yourself and you don't first pursue excellence in the things that help benefit that relationship for yourself, it's going to be harder to then demonstrate that for other people. When you talk about character, I think it's important to remember that character plays a part and how you excel in life. I think just how we were talking about excellence not being the end result. I think sometimes people assume, oh, my life will be excellent once I get that job promotion or my life will be excellent once I get that new car or that house or whatever it is. But the reality is if you want to excel in your life, you have to do things in life with excellence to get to that level. This could be getting a job promotion. How will you ever get promoted to a new position if you don't live a life of excellence in the day to day? Yeah, you're never going to get promoted saying, when I get that job, I'll show up on time, like we talked about earlier. And I think another important thing when you're tying in excellence to work, if you have something that you need to present or turn in or reports you need to do, it's demonstrating excellence when you have them done days ahead of time and then can review them again right before submission. If you quickly get them done last minute and send them in because you procrastinated, procrastination is a direct form of the opposite of excellence. 
Um, it's working completely against that. Preparation is a form of excellence. Procrastination is an enemy of excellence because it forces you to turn in last minute and it t- forces you to, to rush through things. And that's what we talked about, half doing things where you're probably going to have to go back and redo it. Whereas instead, you can prepare better. You can work on it efficiently. You can get it done ahead of time so you have one final review, and then you can submit it in. And when you do those types of things, and like Laura said, showing up on time or early, and when you can keep to those agreements, these are the things that are going to get you that promotion faster in life. These are the things that are going to increase that relationship with your spouse. These are things that are going to increase your connectability with your kids. These are going to be the things that increase your credibility with your team. Those are the end goals. Those are the dreams and the visions that we put in place. Excellence are the, are the bumpers on the path to get there. If you've ever went bowling and you put the bumpers up. The guardrails. The guardrails to make it really easy, right? Or if a kid's playing, you do that. Making excellence an everyday part of your life is putting those guardrails up. So it makes it a lot easier to walk towards your goal. Because if you start to get off track, it puts you right back on track because you know inside your head, I need to pursue excellence. So as you go through the rest of your day and as you go through the rest of your week, let's be intentional on pursuing excellence. Look at every single thing you do and say, how can I level this up a little bit? How can I make sure I give it my all? Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. We hope you've learned something new, that you feel challenged and leave inspired. If there's a part of this episode that stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram, and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. Speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and make sure that you're one of the first to know of our new episodes and exciting updates. You can follow me at It's Laura Stevens. And I'm at the period Nate Stevens. If you found value in this podcast, remember to leave us a rating or review. This will allow others to see what they can benefit from this podcast as well. Join us next week as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.